I'm back. Dude, there are times when you keep trucking, you keep at it, you keep at the habit, and then out of nowhere, you just, it just kind of starts clicking. I'm dancing today, salsa, at a social dance, and it just kind of clicks. I'm like hitting all the, the beats, the clave, I think that's what it's called, the clave, the that noise, um, I can hear it perfectly and I'm hitting it every time when I'm stepping and I'm like, oh, fuck, what's going on? What's going on? It was that it was on one dance. It felt fucking phenomenal, phenomenal. And then it went pretty well after that. Then I danced with a lady who seemed like she knew what she was doing. She wasn't following my lead. And sometimes I don't give the best like lead for turns. And she was not having it. She was like, nope, I'm not going to turn. I'm not going to turn. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and so I was just, all right, I guess I'm just going to practice just my basic. And she was like in her own little world while we were dancing. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, huh? Okay. Well, anyway, that when it clicked like with that other person I was dancing with. Oh man, it felt great. It was just, and I was like, Oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And and it was just like, I had imagined it. It was like, it clicked my feet. It clicked on my feet. Like I, I didn't have to think about it anymore. I was, uh, I was hitting every note and now I had the freedom to do whatever the fuck I wanted. I was trying new shit out. I was trying shit that I didn't even know. I was stopping the girl. Like, like it was beautiful. I knew when to stop them and I knew how to bring them, how to fucking lead. I was leading. Oh, I felt great. It was just, it was just, it was like, oh, it paid off. But I still got a lot to go. A lot to go. Anyway, that felt great. Let me tell you a thing that really, not a lot of things scare me. As a matter of fact, I fucking love scary movies and I actively seek to be, to get scared. Um, but, and, and I like the jump scares cause that's what I like. I, li- I, I like my blood to start flowing. I want you to fucking scare the shit out of me. Scare me. Fucking scare me. Um, but one thing, but that's like a thrill. It's like a thrill. I love it. That's why I love scary movies. It's like thrilling. It's not really scary. I'm just like, Oh shit. I, I didn't see that coming. Like, wow, you got me. But shit that actually scares me are like conspiracies that make sense or like yeah basically stories that could be real or are real and they're like big coincidences i don't know they scare the fuck out of me especially when i'm like listening to them alone like on a podcast or something i get fucking paranoid i start looking around and I curl up into a little ball and I start smiling and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's a scary fucking world. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm mentioning this because I was listening to some like um, uh, Joe Rogan talk about some comedian who who was like really famous and started like his name was Dan Carlin, I think. Yeah, I think that was his name. 
George Carlin, George Carlin, not Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin has a podcast. George Carlin, he was really famous, and he started like, um, he he was really really good, but then at one point in his career, he just started doing stand up comedy because he needed money, and it started going really bad for him. And he did this one show that he taped, and he was gonna release, um, on some sept- on September tenth, and September ninth, he had recorded this special um, and it was called I Like It When A Lot Of People Die. And then September 11th came the next day after he finished recording and you know what happens. And so he deleted it. He like, he they destroyed all like the footage of it, but they still have like the rec- the the voice recording. Anyway, just that. Just that. I don't know why that scared me. I was like, what the fuck? This guy was like, he recorded this whole special called I Love It When People Die, and he had jokes on that. And then the next day, September 11th, and and I got a little scared. I'm not going to lie to you. Shit like that scares me. I don't know why. Uh, all right. Let's see what else we got today. Let's see what else we got today. Give me one second. Let's see, let's see. Oh yeah, this there's this thought process that, that I like thought experiments. I like um I mean I think the whole the whole game here, Caesar whole game here is getting your mind in the right headspace how do you get your mind in the right headspace and i've been figuring out that the thing that works for me is uh, going through thought experiments one of the thought experiments that i go through constantly and i i, I want to make it a habit now to ask myself and write this question down every morning um the thought experiment originally came from uh what's it called Fucking, what's his name? Alan Watts. I, I've talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, the dream of life. The question is just, it's simple. It's what if it was, what if this was a dream? What if it was a dream? What would you do then? And that, and, and, and it's, it's in your mind, acknowledging this is a thought experiment. What if this was a dream? What would I do? And that gives you a lot of freedom. It gives you a lot of freedom, a lot of creativity to get out of your own way and that's what i'm looking to do i'm looking i think the the only thing stopping me the biggest thing stopping me is me how do i i need to find a ways to get out of my own way and so i've seen that the best way to do that for myself is when i go into that mental state of what if this was a dream then if this was a dream the 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 consequences that i'm thinking about I'm not as long as I'm not hurting anyone are don't matter. If I'm not hurting anyone, the consequences are usually stupid. Like, oh, you get rejected or you fail. You fail. What what is this failure? No, what if this is th- what if this was a dream? If you go ask them, um, you start dancing. If you start dancing and you start social so, social dancing, well, you're going to fuck up. But is it bad? What if this? No, no. What if this was a dream, dude? Then I would keep going. I would keep going dancing. I would go night after night. 
dance after dance. I would dance with strangers. I would dance with people who are good, people who are bad, who are not so good at dancing. And th- I would hone the skill. Do you get me? Um, in a dream, usually these, uh, like, uh, you don't really think about, like, you don't find yourself thinking, oh, I can't go do that right now. I can't go talk to that person. In a dream, you just do it because it's a dream. It's a dream. You have, like, complete faith in yourself, and it's just happening like a narrative. What if this was a dream? What would you do next? That's one thought experiment. And I, and, and uh, I'm going to make it a habit to start it in the morning. Start running it in the morning. And another one, another thought experiment, um, I think, you know, it's it's I think one of my I like being very self-aware. I like being very very self-aware. One of the things that I've been thinking about lately is if you everybody, I mean everybody cares about themselves the most, right? That's why if you want to be interesting, if you want to come off interesting as to someone, you simply ask them about themselves. Right? Because we are we're all obsessed with ourselves. It's the one thing, even if you don't admit it, it, it really, that's all that matters, yourself. And you're like, oh, I care about other people, but because you care about yourself, because it feels good. Anyway, um, y- you know how you admire people? And you think, uh, think of somebody who you think is interesting or smart or whatever, and how we're our we're, uh, like, harshest critics. And... My mom is the one that made me see see this. What if I were, what do they see that I don't? Let me take their perspective is the thought experiment. I'm going to, I'm going to take the perspective of my mom on me. Can I look at myself the way my mom looks at me? And how do I act in that perspective? When I'm looking at myself with the, the way that my mom looks at me or I mean, it's not just my mom, right? It's uh, there are other people who tell you, who have told me, and I see it. They seem to think like I'm so interesting and and like I'm really, like, amazing. And I'm like, what are you saying? Like, there's so much I have left to do. Uh, my best friends, can I take the perspective that they have on me? Uh, one of my friends who always tells me, best friend from college, Peyton, she always tells me, uh, or, or she used to, she she would tell me, because I would tell her, oh, Peyton, I have to be like the most interesting man in the world. That's what I used to say. And, uh, and, and then she would say, no, but I already think you're like one of the most interesting guys I've met. What if I take that perspective? What is she seeing? Do you get me? The, the, whole, the whole idea behind this thought experiment is to see how people see you people who in and the people who admire you why do they admire you because if you can do that and you can acknowledge where you are where you are your strengths and what you're doing well then you allow yourself you get out of your own way because you don't have that critic that mean person telling oh you fucking suck you're horrible you're no good 
You shouldn't be dancing. What are you doing? Look, you just messed up again. And uh, you just brush those things like the any fuck ups or anything. You just brush them off because you have the perspective of that person. And I think I think this is the key, man. This is the key. And it's not, but it's also about being. You know, you gotta be careful. You gotta be vigilant of the ego, because the ego can come in, and just, you know, it, take this thought experiment, and then you start thinking you're better than other people. But if you can, kind of like work side by side with the ego, and understand that you're not better than anyone. You're no worse than anyone. But you've got, you are here to serve a purpose and you have honed some skills and you must be, if these people admire you, you must be admirable. If you can admire yourself, then you, I think you get out of your own way instead of just criticizing yourself. And if you can admire yourself and, and give yourself some constructive criticism through that, through that admiration, you know? The, the constructive criticism comes from a, pra- a place of love instead of a place of of like uh, of fear then I think then it's like when when you're when I'm dancing it's like tonight when I dance it just kind of clicks it's like you don't have to think about your feet anymore you get out of your own way that's that's already auto- it becomes automatic you know and you have more freedom to do the big moves in life, the big spins, the crazy ass spins, your spin, her spin. And what I mean by that is you get out of your own way and and whatever you, you I think it just starts coming. It just starts coming, flowing. What starts coming? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to try this out. Yeah, I'm really fucking sleepy. All right. Keep dancing, Caesar. Keep fucking dancing. Good night.